Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we have Devmo on the phone live to us from Chicago right now. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm good. You're over in Chicago. Are you working or is this actually like a little holiday for you? I am in Chicago. I've actually been in Chicago since April, um, both kind of for work and as a holiday, too. Um, I kind of came out here to get away from Hollywood for a little bit. It's really, it's like hectic over there. Yeah. Um, So I came out here, and I've been writing a lot of music, so I've been using it definitely to be productive. But I honestly am truly here for an escape more than anything. What is the big differences for like Irish people who haven't been to, I suppose they might have been to one or the other. What is what would be the biggest difference for Chicago versus the Hollywood L.A. scene? That's a really good question. Um, I feel like Hollywood's amazing. There's a lot of people in entertainment, a lot of go-getters, people working hard at their creative careers, which I think is incredible. Uh, But it could also feel a little bit fake. Mm. Sometimes feel like people are you know, wanting something out of you as opposed to just liking you for who you are. And I think because Chicago isn't like the center of entertainment, like Hollywood and Beverly Hills, um, Chicago, you find a lot more, you know, people who are real, authentic and just good, sweet people, you know, and I really enjoy that about Chicago. But I love both for, you know, different reasons, but it's really nice to be in Chicago right now. I imagine when you're in L.A. and Hollywood, because everyone's out for the same kind of goals, 
that it can be kind of hard to stand out as well? Oh, totally. I mean, it's difficult to stand out, but I also think that's what pushes you forward because you see everybody being so good at what they do that you know you have to be your very, very best. So yeah. I, I love that because, I mean, I love um, competitions or challenges. It brings out my most fiery side and makes me better, I think, you know. Well, for anyone who doesn't know you who's listening now and they're like, so what did she do? You are a female rapper, which are rare I as am. it is. You know, this is it's a niche <laughs> yeah. industry, which it shouldn't be, but it is. Right. Yeah. No, I'm a female rapper and it's so random. I mean, it's not like I I don't think anybody chooses what they're passionate about, you know, and if I could, I wouldn't choose this because it's very difficult, but I love it so much. It just brings me the most joy and, you know. So I have to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you start out when you started thinking about going into music? Was it straight away? I want to do rap or was it more like that's where it led to after other trying other things? Right. Um, I'd say when I was little, I wanted to. I played guitar and I sung a lot when I was a kid. I was like a baby. And then uh, as I got older, rap music started getting more prevalent. And I just loved how fast they were and. You know, everybody listened to every word they said. It just it just felt like a very powerful um, art form, and I loved that it. it was like poetic too. And you could you could get really, I don't know. I guess it's the poetry of it that I kind of fell in love with, as well as the rhythm. You know. Yeah, because so, you can kind of get political too. in rap, or you can get you can say things in rap songs that you don't necessarily hear in like other types of music. Rap songs usually right. have like a meaning behind them not just oh, yeah. love and happiness that you'd hear in other songs. Yeah, rap music stems from, you know, wanting political change and social change. So, I mean, it's a really cool art form. You know, it stems from something great. And I think music's just so powerful in general that it's cool to be part of an art form that I think is one of the most powerful, especially because it speaks to so many young people. Yeah, it would be definitely um, the area that young people, I suppose when you're in your teenage years, everybody listens to some sort of rap to whatever exactly. whatever part of it it is. And what kind of themes would you like touching upon in your music then? Um, that's a really good question. I think it changes all the time. I mean, sadly or maybe not sadly, I think my like number one topic is probably love and heartbreak because that's something I experience, you know, in my daily life more than other things. Um, but I, I like to talk about women's rights and things like that as well. So you can kind of find a little bit of everything in my music, which is great. You know, I just kind of talk about what I'm going through. Yeah. I, I imagine that when you're writing something like this and you're going through a heartbreak or, you know, something like that. Then when you listen back to it, when it's finished, maybe four weeks later, you're like, oh, is that how I felt that day? Because I don't feel like that anymore. Oh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll bring up the exact emotion that you felt at that time, which is a really cool, powerful thing about music. I keep saying it's powerful. It's so powerful, but it is. I feel like music is like, it's more powerful than like a loaded weapon, you know, because it has the power of like changing people's moods and their attitudes toward things. And, you know, if if you're not in a great mood, like, I don't know about you, but I'm so passionate about music that I'll put on a song that I love and it'll usually help bring me out of that bad mood. Oh yeah, my my song is Macklemore. Anything by Macklemore just gets me instantly upbeat, uh, changes the mood kind of way. Yeah, how could you not love Macklemore? He's amazing. Yeah, and I think that's, I suppose that's always good um, when you're, for obviously for you in the music industry, you want to change people's moods and stuff. And then you've got the other, the serious side where you're getting serious topics done as well. Right. Yeah, I like touching on both because I think, 
in someone's life, you go through both. So it's it's unrealistic just to have one topic that you focus on. And I, I get that when you are a more established artist, you know, they like to market you in one way or another. Mm. Like, you know, you're you you market yourself as one person. G Easy is like this thuggish white boy and Cardi B talks about, you know, more rated R explicit stuff, you know. So they like to market you in one way or another, but the reality is, like, in your life, even in the course of a day, you know, you could be experiencing so many different types of emotions and thoughts and feelings that you're never going to be just one person. I don't think that's real, you know? That's just marketing. Yeah, and as you're changing in your life, even whether it's, like, moving or getting older or whatever, these things change because you could meet... If you're single, you could meet someone tomorrow and then your mood is instantly different and stuff like that. So you kind of can't exactly. stick with it being the heartbreak girl when you're in a happy mood. Right. <laughs> I know. And that's so funny that you say that, too, because a lot of my stuff was very heartbreaky. And I recently just I don't know. It's not even I'm not even with anybody. I just I'm not sad. I don't know. I'm like, I'm in a great mood. So the stuff that I've been writing lately is so happy. And I'm like, I wonder if people are going to like it. <laughs> Well, everyone yeah. loves a single girl anthem. Like, look at single ladies by Beyonce. You know, anything by Dua Lipa. We yeah. love a single anthem. So, Ugh, Dua Lipa, I think she's just amazing. Yeah, she's she's one that I felt like she came out, kind of didn't even notice she was coming out, and then suddenly there. she was here, and she's yeah. you're like, oh, it feels like she should always have been here. Yeah, now she's like here to stay. I thought that too. I mean, there's a couple people I thought would be one hit wonders, and Dua Lipa was one of them, and then. I mean, I'm so glad she wasn't. Yeah. I'm such a big fan. Same with actually Rihanna back in the day when she did the Ponder Replay. Oh, yes. You know, I, I just remember hearing that song. And I mean, I was a child, but I just didn't ever think that that girl would ever blow up. And now, I mean, it's Rihanna. She's iconic, <laughs> you know. She's like yeah. a god. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't think she needs to worry about whether or not she needs to uh, to release any music anytime soon. She can release when she wants to release music. I know, but we all want her to release. Okay? Yeah, we do. Give us your beautiful music. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. So she, like, who would be that you would look up to then? Because, you know, as I mentioned, there's not exactly loads of female rappers out there. Sure. I mean, there's tons of female rappers I like, but my biggest inspirations aren't necessarily female rappers. Mm. Um, my favorite, I would say my favorite artist within like the last 10 years is Lord. I absolutely love Lord. Mm. I just, there's something about her because she's poetic and, it's it's very layered, her lyrics, so I like to listen to her songs over and over because, you know, depending on what mood you're in, you can take away different messages and different meanings from her music. And I just, like, I think that's so cool that you can do that. I love things that aren't just surface level. You know, it takes some digging, and maybe you're going through something in your life, and then you hear that song, and you're like, oh, like, I get that song now. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. And all, she has a simple beat. She has, like, great harmonies. It's very simple but amazing. Yeah, she's she's definitely one that's a, that's kind of an iconic voice and different. And the, her songs are the ones that, as you mentioned, you kind of you reach out and you go, oh, yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. She, yeah. But like yeah. being a girl in the industry that you're in, like music industry in general, unless you're at the, the Beyonce level, it's hard to get to that level or it's hard to get, you know, to be heard in, in amongst all the, the boy bands and the male singers and stuff. Do you find that sure. it's easier or harder now? Like, as we're getting a bit more, I suppose, equal? Um, I think it's, I don't know if it's easier or harder. It's just difficult because it's the music industry. You know, it's, whether you're a man or a woman or 
whatever. I think it's just difficult to get heard mm. more than anything. Um, and also, I'm just constantly trying, like, striving to make my best, most authentic music so that when it is heard, it's like people want to share it and people want to show their friends so that you can get some clout out of it, you know? I mean, I'd be, I don't feel like I need to be at Beyonce status. I actually think that's, like, frightening. Yeah. Me too. I don't know. I prefer not to be that big, but I would love to be big enough where I could tour, you know, the world making my music. Like, I mean, I know probably Anne Marie is way bigger where you guys are than she is here, you know, but I think Anne Marie is like a perfect amount of famous where she's like popping everywhere, but it's not like scary. I don't know. Like she can walk down the road. (laughs) Yeah. She can walk down the road, but if you go to a gig to see her, you you know, like that it's going to be a good gig, but be packed yeah yeah but I, like some people might not recognize her so you're getting the mixture of anonymity but also a level of fame with a certain audience sure yeah and be able to just make a living out of it and be happy and i mean my favorite thing to do period in life is uh, performing so you know i would just be happy being able to tour the world making music and performing for people like that would actually just be like my best existence so that's you know that's all i can hope for really and do you, do you do a lot of touring around the States and stuff? Is it a case of kind of having to keep touring to get your name and stuff out there? Yeah, I actually perform quite a bit. I would say I do at least two shows a month, and most of them are um, me being flown out to different places around the U.S., which is great. And then uh, this month, or October coming up, I have a whole bunch of shows. I think I have like 15 shows in October. So I'm kind of traveling a little bit around the, the middle middle of America and um, hitting some cities. I'm very excited about it. And then actually I'm going back to Los Angeles in November to move. And, you know, I think it's time for me to go back and challenge myself again, you know. Yeah, get back in there and be be like, hello, I'm here. I'm ready to take over. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. You did perform here a few times before, didn't you? Um, I did perform in Ireland. I performed actually, I think it was, yeah, I did, no, just one time. And I opened for Angel Hayes. It was at the, why can't I remember the name of the place? That's not good. <laughs> but I did open for Angel Hayes in Dublin, and it was one of my favorite shows I've ever played. Because um, for people who don't know, you do have an Irish link in case they're like, oh, this is, she's, what's the link here? Uh, you do have family that are from here. Yeah, I have family um, in Ireland. My mom was raised in Ireland, actually, in Carlo. So I've been to Ireland maybe 10 times or more and uh, I studied abroad at UCD for six months so that was cool and um, we go we often just go to the house there and like relax you know when we want to go on vacation yeah because getting getting away from there's a very big difference between Carlo and LA I can definitely say that anyway it's a huge difference I feel like (laughs) Carlo is a place for people to go and they're on the run Yes, no one will know. No one will find you. <laughs> you, be found. you might not even find yourself. Like that is that's a good way to Carlo. describe Carlo, definitely. Uh, yeah. And your uncle is a very famous man over here as well. Yes, he he is. <laughs> You're like he's just to you. He's just your uncle, but to everybody else he's here, my uncle. He's he's, great. he's Michael yeah. Flatley. Yeah, that's my uncle. Great guy. And that's it's is like is it weird for you when you would come over to Ireland and people obviously know who he is in terms of to a very large extent he's the Beyonce of Ireland I suppose. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, but I it's something I don't talk about very often, you know. Mm. 
I imagine it's, it's amazing. You know, like we're all very proud of him. We just don't. I don't. I don't want that to be the first thing people know about me. You know. Yeah. Well, I imagine that you know when you have a link like that to the industry. You know, some people use that to their to say I like they put that in their press release. They put that everywhere so that that's their link. And then there's the other side who are like, I right. want to be known for what I am. And then later down the line, you can find this out about right. me. Right. Yeah, I think I, I'm more like the second category. Yeah. I, I'd like to be known for my music. I'd like people to to really like my music and that's why they like me. And I think at the end of the day, no matter what, if your music is good, then they will, you know. But, um, I mean, he's inspired me in so many ways. So it's it's really an amazing thing that I got to be around that growing up, you know, seeing firsthand somebody who's so talented and um, so good at what he does and really has made his dreams a reality. You know, it's it's actually incredible. I loved going to those shows growing up and it has inspired me in so many ways. So I'm like blessed that yeah I suppose going up, growing up around somebody who works hard um, in this in the industry you want to get into even though it's a different capacity gives you the drive to go I can do it on the days that I'm sure there's, there's days where you're like oh do you know what I'm not bothered anymore I can't face a rejection because right. I read an interview exactly. with you where you said you know you've been through all the highs and all the lows and it's like you know when you've had people booing you on stage but you also then the next day something amazing happens and it's it's a very high right. and low business Oh, it's it's a roller coaster. Like it's it's insane. I mean, if you weren't bipolar to begin with, if you get into the music industry, you probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> it just brings you up. It brings you down. It. But I don't know. It just at the end of the day, like the reason I even started making music is because maybe when I was going through breakups or difficult times in my life, I would sit down and write music, and it just helped. It made me feel better. So I started it as a, a therapeutic tool. And um, it's kind of become this monster of like, oh, now this is your career and now you need to make money from it. And now you got to continue writing. And before it was just, you know, I wrote when I felt like I needed to. Mm. And um, it kind of takes this different form. But at the end of the day, you know, even though now music can also be the cause of a lot of my distress, it's always my therapy. I mean, it's always the thing that makes me feel better, too. So I can't really stop. Yeah. You're like, even if you stopped chasing, going, like going all bigger and bigger it's always going to be the thing you turn to to make you feel better always always I think I like I'd love to have that t- I always say this I'd love to be creative in that sense where you could you know write a few wor- a few words that could change someone's life just by adding a beat to it and then because music does change right. lives as we've t- talked about before you know yeah, the right song putting it that way yeah you can you like something you say now there's like <laughs> I think finding that finding someone who um, when you're younger you want to find someone who's like you or thinks like you or stuff like that and for right. years growing up you know there was there's never anyone who's like that you know there's so many different genres when I was growing up it was all boy bands and girl bands and you know right. it was when I was a teenager the likes of Eminem and stuff started emerging that's why kids got crazy into rap and stuff because they spoke about parents and you know, that kind of stuff. And right. now we're seeing the emergence of a lot of like LGBTQ um, icons who are coming out and right. that wouldn't have been there 50, 10 years ago. No, every, uh, yeah, I mean, I think music changes with every generation. Music is so amazing too because it's a sort of um, um, like a bookmark in time as well. Like how we were talking about, oh, you'll listen to a song and then you're like, oh, that's how I felt during that breakup or whatever. It's the same thing with just you know, um, social events, things that are happening in the time that this music is made. 
even as far as production, you know, like a certain beat, like an 808 was maybe used in like the early 2000s, and now people aren't as keen on using the 808, which yeah. I mean they still do, don't get me wrong, but it was like a huge thing. It was like mm. an epidemic of 808 drums or, you know, things just change so much with music, and it marks time. Yeah, there's a time where everybody had DJ, whoever, at the start of their song, and now that's faded away. <laughs> Thankfully, Jason right. Derulo is not giving himself shout outs in every song. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if anyone is listening and they're kind of thinking, I like what Devin, Devin was talking about. What, how do they find you? Like, on, are you on Spotify and social and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. You can honestly find me on everything. Um, just type in Devmo. That's D-E-V-M-O. Because um, my, my full name is Devin Moses. So I've been called Devmo since I was in high school it was like a nickname and then mm. it just became an artist name but um yeah i'm on spotify i'm on apple music i'm on soundcloud i'm on bandcamp um instagram it's devmo music so at devmo music and uh i'm on youtube as well you can just type in devmo i'll pop up there a and lot of a lot of me <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you singing and rapping away for us um and will we see yeah. you over in this side of the world anytime soon Are you, have you got any plans to come over I got. I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I, I go to Ireland once a year at least, it seems like, with my family. So I'll definitely be there soon. Whether or not I have a gig or not is, is a whole different story. But um, I'd love to have a show there soon. So, you know, maybe maybe that'll be arranged. I'll try my best. Yeah. Well, if you do come over, you'll have to come into studio and we'll get, a, get you to do a little rapping for us um, and write oh, live for us. That sounds great. I love it. Thank you. Well, listen, thanks so much for coming on, and especially because, the, you know, the time difference over there. I hope it's not too early that we have you. Um, but it's been lovely oh, to no. chat. Thank you so much, Nicola. I appreciate it so much. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them the, for good and bad, and so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.